What's up, guys? Welcome to episode five of Drunk Boy's Basement, where drunk conversations happen. So, this is going to be different, a little bit. I hope it comes out good. We have, or well, is that the right term? Well, good or well? We have a friend of ours. James is here with us. We don't have all of the necessary equipment to make this happen. So, we have a blue Yeti in the center of the table. So, hopefully, it picks us all up equally and we have a good episode. James. How are you? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on here. Is this your first podcast you've uh, ever been on, or have you ever podcast? Yes. Yes. You're okay. What, what, what yeah. do you mainly use uh, your blue yeti for? Gaming with you guys. No. And uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Really. Gaming with you guys, and um, I have an ASMR channel. Okay. Yeah. How's that going? On YouTube. I think I have three subscribers. What caused you to start that? Oh, um, watching that's, ASMR. Cause, well, that's actually what I've been curious yeah. about for the longest time because you have been in ASMR. Like, not been into it. Well, yeah, yeah consumed. Obvi- well, yes, you've, you've been yes. into it because you yeah. started a channel that bases it off of ASMR. Yeah, I just, I liked uh, the art form of it and decided I wanted to make some art. What does ASMR that- stand for? Um, you should Google. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. Sean, do you you subscribe to James's channel? Audio Uh, sensory meridian response. Wow. Okay, that was actually exactly what it was. Yeah. Wait, what is it? Audio. Say it again. Audio. Wrong. Autonomous sensory meridian response. I thought it was right, but it was wrong. (laughs) Sometimes audio sensory meridian response is a tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp. Okay, this yeah. is, I don't know how I feel about saying this and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine a pleasant form of I can't say that word it has been compared with auditory tactile can't say that word either and may overlap with frisian so anyway we're not going to talk about that because I don't know anything about that. <laughs> it's that so it's on YouTube it's not sensual or anything like that <laughs> is yeah. there are there sensual ASMR videos no <laughs> okay yeah no. I thought it was just for like, like, people to like decompress. It's exactly that. So like, mine is like, um, outdoorsy nature walking. So if you need something to fall asleep to, you can look me up. He's already. Okay. We're like we're like thirty seconds yeah. in. He's plugging his channel already. Hey, you asked me. Yeah, but uh, it's just like uh, water sounds and hiking sounds and breathing sounds. Um, Do and, you listen to your own stuff? N- yeah, so you do. Yeah, definitely. Does it does it help? Like, help oh, you relax? No, oh no, I edit. I watch other people's. That's oh, so you don't listen to your own? You can't say that. You can't plug your channel and be like, I don't listen to my own stuff. Well, it's like asking if an artist listens. Well, to is, but okay, that music. that's a good yeah, point. Is that would that be considered like weird for an artist to put out a song and then listen to their own music? Like you're asking See, me, I do listen to my stuff, of course, and like I make sure it's like the best quality. And what I want it to be. Well, that's how, yeah, when but Sean's like, producing our stuff, that's how it works for him, too, but... Yeah, so I, I gotta sit down. To you gotta listen to everything we say constantly. <laughs> yeah. But when, like, it's yeah, released... Yeah, get back to being sober, and I just listen to us when we're drunk. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but no, is that is that weird for an artist to listen to his own music? See, see, I, I feel like I, I feel like there's a satisfaction of, of having one of your own songs put out there. So, yeah. so in that regard, I feel like it, it should be normal to, to enjoy it for a little bit. Right. Be like, I released this. This is my song. Yeah. Unless you're narcissistic. Well, that's different. There are a few artists that I, I can't name them. I'm sure. Well, okay, fine. I'm sure they're out there. But <laughs> like, like, like us, for example. I mean, when we put some out on Spotify, we already know what we said. But I, I mean. Well, I'll be honest. To plug our own podcast, I don't mind listening to it. Because some of the stuff's entertaining. Because some of it, I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, it it depends on the night. Sometimes we're way too drunk and we can't remember. Um, What? So, all right, James, tell us, tell us about you. What do you do uh, on the ASMR channel? No, just what do you, what do you do? What, what makes James tick? Okay. um, You guys got me on here just to ask me questions. (laughs) I guess that's that's how a podcast works. So, Um, yeah. So. Um, I'm right now I'm running my own business. All right. The ASMR channel thing is just like 
a side it's, that's, thing. That's it's a like, joke, mostly. It's know. a joke. It's not a yeah, joke. I, I'm not like attempting on it that hard. But, yeah. but you like doing it though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But um, no, my main thing, and like something that's taking up all my time, I'm running my own business right now. So. so with your, so for obviously none of you people know, he has a dealership that he just started. What the thing that I've always, and I've asked Sean this, I've, yeah, I'm sure it is. I've asked, <laughs> I've asked Sean this a lot, but what was like your defining moment to when you were like, I want to get into cars, and that cars is my thing. I like doing that. I like owning them. I like driving them. Because that's, I mean, it's an expensive hobby. If for anyone that listens that's into that kind of thing, that's an expensive hobby. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. But what... So you're asking me how, like, I started like, why, why, like, Yeah, like, why are you doing it, though? That's the thing. Oh, um, I started selling stuff since, like, high school, really. Like, the beginning of high school. Because I remember and, you telling me you were selling, like, cameras and all sorts of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. I had... So... Like, I had all these hustles going on. I sold these antique cameras. I'd go around to garage sales and mm-hmm. buy these film cameras and put them up on eBay. But then how did that, that start? Really like, good. why cameras? Um, it was just something I was into, like, oh. all the cameras. Also, taking them apart, putting them back together. Mm-hmm. It was fun, like... So you know your way around, like, an antique camera, then? Yeah, somewhat now. All right, fair that enough. Was a, that was a while ago, though. Um, and then I got into like doing cell phones and just, uh, cell phone screens and fixing them, selling them. And then when I got out of, um, high school, um, I just say moved to Utah at that same time. And then I decided I wanted like, I wanted a car for myself. And so the same way I, did you not have a car for yourself where you're from? Cause you you, you didn't, you didn't turn 16 until, until, well, uh, I didn't get a car until I was, uh, Almost nineteen. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, did you? Because we didn't have cars in Miami. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's cars. There, Miami's cars. an underdeveloped country. No, there was cars, <laughs> but we just didn't have them. Like, oh, so like did you guys like share kids. a car then? Uh, no, you did never. You yeah, so when just did you didn't have a car. When did you get your Our license? parents had a car. Yeah, when obviously. I moved to Utah. Oh, yeah. so you didn't have a license in Florida? No. Not I didn't all. know that. Yeah. That was actually, that, see, we're pulling out facts I didn't know. Yeah. I've known the kid for a while and yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's just so expensive. The reason why is it's so expensive um, for car insurance down there. Even even just getting a license would have made our insurance go up like $180 a month. Really? Yeah. In Florida? Yeah. Compared to here where I pay $30. Well, we're not going to talk about the insurance James has because <laughs> thirty bucks, dude. I didn't actually know that, so it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's just so it's just it's expensive to own expensive. a car in, in Miami. Yeah, well, just like insurance wise, yeah. Hmm. And then you met Sean, and he ruined your life, and now you have no money because he had a car that you thought was cool. Yeah. The moral of the story is don't don't get into cars. That's... No, I so I came down here, and the same way I got like a my first iPhone is the same way I kind of wanted to hustle my first car. I was like, I just got to get a car, um, and so I got like this a part time job, got mm. my first car, right, and then um, it just I worked that part time job and then got another car, um, and the same way I was kind of hustling these cameras and. Um, cell phones and stuff, iPhones and stuff like that. Um, I just kind of started hustling these cars. A lot of lessons learned, and then, yeah, now we're here. It's been about four years of doing that. So, yeah. Now I'm here, legitimate. Um, I never did, like, do any of that floating the title stuff or any of that. Like, all my stuff I've always tried to be, like, legitimate for. And then now I actually have all, like, rent property. Everything's super expensive, but... You know, insurance, all that stuff. That's what I recommend. Everybody's like, oh, that's so such a hard hurdle to like pass over. It's really what, not. Uh, what insurance? No, just getting like um, legitimate. For your for your bit. Just, just in any he's, business. He's talking to the drug dealers right now, apparently. <laughs> no, like any business in general, like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to get a business license or that's a lot of work. Or I like, actually believe that. I've, I have friends that they're, you know, I want to do this. And it's like, okay. But then they're like, yeah, but then there's all the paperwork and all the. Yeah. So you do have to learn how to do paperwork. You have to read, learn how to read like. The fine governmental print. forms. Yeah. And well, and not just that, just like governmental instructions. Cause like all, they're not 
they're not trying to make their jobs hard. They'll actually give you a step-by-step thing, like, yeah, yeah, submit no, this for form. Sure. But you have to know enough to see, like, oh, it says form TC903. You have to know enough to be like, okay, let me go find that form on this and then print it, do it. You know, you have to be on, you have to meet them halfway, but they tell you what to do. Right. But, yeah, a lot of people will say, like, oh, I don't want to get a business license or, like, that's a lot of work. I'm getting legitimate. But it's it's not, and it's necessary. And if you um, want to make more money, yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, if you just want to do do it at all, if you want to make a living out of it, yeah, because no, I, hear like, you. I hear you. Like you really want to be able to like prove to banks and stuff that you do have this income. Right. Yep. So you Sean, just have to be legitimate. Sean, not to cut you off, James, but Sean, what business are you going to start? Because I know you're looking at me. You're, you're wanting to start a business. I can tell. I can see the shimmer in your eyes. Yeah. You want to start what? a business. <laughs> Yeah, okay. What, what, I guess the better question is if you had like what business would you want to start? See, that that's my thing. I I don't know. I I want to you're right. I want to start a business. Well, you okay, yeah. to back it up, you told so so you told me a while ago one of the things you wanted to do was get into real estate. What James wanted to do, which is like flipping you didn't want to flip. What did you want to do, flip houses? So I went and did the real estate class, like all, the whole thing. Did you get certified? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're a certified real estate agent? No. I went and <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. Definitely not. I went and took the test and everything, but I never signed up with the company and never like, Oh, is that what you did? I never so is my that, license. Is that the steps after you pass the class? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have to sign. You have to sign with a company. You can't be like you have an to independent hang your agent. license somewhere. Yeah, and you have, you have to pay these things. Um, and it was just not the career I was looking into. It was kind of like a, a not really a distraction, but it was. Um, uh, well, when I was trying to do this car dealership thing. Um, well, I guess okay. So so back up. So it was have, just like a side hustle I was gonna do, and it ended up taking. I mean, that's too that's much. more of a side hustle at that point, my man. Yeah, that's like because you're much. you're taking a class and you're doing all that mm-hmm. stuff. So. You took the class, yes. so were you certified after that? I took the test. You took the test. And, is and I cer- didn't hang my license anywhere, and I let it expire. So I have no idea how the regulations work on that. Yeah, but you can't say that I didn't hang my license, and then some dude's like, well, you didn't hang your license, you're not certified. That is correct. But so, I, was, so I wasn't you, like ever, like, I don't feel like I ever was a real estate agent. Yeah, but I do wasn't. you, so... Since you took the class, do you have to sign with a like Remax after that? Yeah, you don't have to, no. But you have you to have hang, to perpetuate. You have to hang your license somewhere. And this is two years ago, but yeah, I took all the class and everything, and I passed the test. I paid all that, um, and then yeah, everywhere. So what I wanted to do was I just wanted a part time job, and I was still in school. So I was like, well, if I get my real estate license, I can get a part time job in an office somewhere, and uh, and that it, did not pan out. No, because everybody, they just wanted me to sell stuff. Oh. And and work on commission, which was fine. But I was like, well, if I'm going to work on commission, I'm going to own my own thing. So. so, Sean, how does that translate to you then? I feel like I'm interviewing both of you, but whatever. <laughs> how does that translate? Because you told me a while ago that one of the things you wanted to do when you come into a lot of money is you wanted to flip apartments or something. No, so some more. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, my, my thought process was... I kind of want to get into real estate and instead of like, I, I don't want to get into the flipping game. Uh, I, I want to more get into the, the rental of apartments. Oh, okay. So I, I want to buy the apartments and rent them out to people. Oh, okay. Um, so that, that was one of my business plans. That's a little bit, but you got to think about the fact that you're renting them out. You're a landlord. You got to, exactly. I mean, you're, it, yeah. either you're going to have to go out and fix the stuff that breaks or you're going to have to employ a company that goes out and does that. That's that's more effort than just buying and selling in retrospect, I think, personally. I, well, in all technicality, I mean, it, it may be easier to go find a third party to take care of the apartment complex for you and you just charge the the, the, the tenants. Because, um, I mean, flipping... Well, yeah, if they're breaking a lot of shit, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, just charging the tenants monthly rent. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. And then you hire the, the third-party management company. I get what you're saying. Um, whereas, like, if you're flipping, say, like, an apartment or, or a house, not only do you have to work through buying the house, go, going through mortgage broker or whatever you have to do to get the house. Right. Um, but once you get the house, you then have to worry about hiring uh, contractors to come in and do whatever repairs need to be done, uh, refurnishing the home if needed. And then on top of that, you got to go out and put the house on the market and wait for somebody to buy it. Yeah. Um, so in some circumstances, renting would it. be easier. No, I get it. And that's that's kind of uh, one thing I've always been. So so 
Who, who, you clearly have something to say, James. No, so renting is long term. Yeah, well, yeah. What, I, what I was getting at was, would you consider Grant Cardone a hero of yours, Sean? Um, I mean, oh, he okay. definitely has... Uh, Here, we could have a conversation about this for hours no, between the three of no, us. I hate Grant Cardone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against, against him or anything Well, no, no, like no. That, the, only, but... the only thing I was getting at was the one thing that I've seen from him that sticks out to me is um, someone was interviewing him and he said, I don't, I've never owned a house. I only rent. Yeah. That might because, that might partly be because he's moving around a lot. But he also said, I'm not paying property tax. I'm not paying all the extra, you know, stuff that I need to pay. I, I don't, I can't quote the video, obviously, but you know the video I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I, I mean, one thing I will say is, is like any other, uh, I don't know what to call them, those motivational speakers or whatever, yeah. um, those successful people that speak to the millennials. Wasn't Cardone um, a real estate agent? No, he was never a real estate agent. How did he start? He claims he was some sort of restaurant farm boy no so so uh, i'm so serious look at that video all right no i'm He's not gonna look a restaurant the... farm boy i'm not gonna I look up the go video. To his history but this isn't about, about grant cardone this is about here's what you want to do but but if okay if you want to talk about motivational speakers the one thing that i will say before we continue the conversation is i do not like how these guys write these books and then sell them that's how they get their money Yes. It's not oh, it's yeah. not their speeches. It's the fact that they write these books, they sell them to 100,000 people and that Gary Gary Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk, yeah. I don't know how to say his last name. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't hate any of these guys, but I do find that you if if you're smart, you got to be very cautious. So so that's what I was getting at is is like yeah, a lot. Of, there's a lot of these motivational speakers, and yeah, a lot. But of, what constitutes a motivational but, speaker? Why does he get to be a motivational speaker and I don't? That's what I'm. That's what I'm peeving about. What? I mean, so I think why 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 does Cardone? Oh and, well, yeah, because people watch him because they are stupid but, people out but, there. But whoa 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 whoa! Look, <laughs> look. All I'm saying. So this guy, he comes out, and all these motivational speakers do this. I like to get down to the root of like how. That's How what I'm getting at work? is why does he get yeah. to be a speaker and I don't? What's different? See, see, I, he has money he has and I don't. a following. I have an yeah. answer for both of those. So one, so so for James's question about wanting to get to the nitty gritty and how did he do it? I mean, let, let's take, since we're on the Grant Cardone subject, Grant Cardone could come to you and be like, yo, I did this, 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 and this. This is how you're going to do it. And you're going to go out and do it. But because you're different, it's not going to work for you. So no, I'm not even saying way. no, I'm not even saying any of that. You you listen to him talking and he's like, Oh, I started this business when I was this age, but he doesn't even say the name, he just is like, Oh, I started this kind of business. There's no proof, there's nothing. All of a sudden he just popped out, and you're right, all he is is just selling those books and making money and saying selling basically common sense to people who don't have it. Well Well he's a and, and I will say this, he's a salesman before he's an author. Yeah, but he's also kind of like But that's a all fraud. these guys are. Well well, I wouldn't say a fraud, but I would oh, say yeah. Well, there's something how, to say how, what based is, on the videos he's released, and but what the is it? What is less a, amount of facts they have in them? But what is a fraud to you? Somebody who doesn't back up the things that they say they did or do. Well, that I mean, that's yeah, that's fraud and lying. But yeah, what I'm I guess what I'm getting at is when you when you dive into the realm of motivational speakers like Gary, what's his name, Ty Lopez. I know you guys have seen his videos. Yeah. No. You oh, have. I, they've been all over social media forever for a while. I know if you I, saw his face. I ignore stuff like that usually. I don't. I don't ignore Grant Cardone. I don't no. doubt that you I, I ignore Grant Cardone. The only reason I know about him is because of Sean. So here, here's here's <laughs> the thing that I have about those guys. There's, there's, there's a couple things. One, why do they get to be a motivational speaker? What constitutes that? Two... What are they doing besides selling books that's so revolutionary? And three, if they know the key to success. So if they know you got to do A, B, and C to do to get a million dollars, why are they not saying that to people? So, so that's what I was exactly saying to him though. Is they can give you A, B, and C will make you a millionaire. Mm-hmm. But we're all different. We all need to do things in our own way. You're shaking your head. No, if if all three of us went out and did ever. A, B, and C. We, we all aren't going to end up in the same place because we're all going to take it a different route. 
Yeah, so he doesn't have the answer. The only thing he has is like, oh, try harder, you know, oh, think a better, and think this way. To, to go on to your fact, what makes them motivational speaker compared to yourself? Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's more about mentality. Because in the sense of what you so, gotta so, you gotta really dive into that because that's that's iffy. I mean, yeah, I, they just have a following. That's all. That's it. But they have, but, they have but, a customer. But, yeah. but how how are they creating that following? That's the same they, the same way any YouTuber creates a following in their niche. So they the they've got they, good they, content. Is what yeah you're the saying. same way. Um, uh, they actually they'd be closer to perhaps like a Instagram, um, personality. Or a comedian, or even okay. so, even a so grassroots rapper I'm gonna, who I'm has a following. I'm gonna rebuttal to this. He's See using it. he's using formal terms. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying he he went out like everyone else, like every other YouTuber got on and created a following. What's stopping yeah. you, Ryan, or Nothing. me from starting yeah. from starting a following and getting to to that point? That's what, and I'm not on a hiccup about how many people are following him. I mean, like, stupid people buy stupid products all the well, time. Well, what? Okay. Like, all right. No, that's... Like, that's like a, and I'm a, not saying it, people it, are stupid. It's a valid but, point. Yeah. So, okay. So, as, as Sean said, to, to his point, so everyone's got their own their own ways, right? Yeah. Everyone's got their own ways. So, what what is your way that makes them frauds and, and stupid and all that? Okay. So, the reason why I don't like Grant Cardone is... It's not Grant Cardone. It's because the, they're all selling the, relatively the, the same thing, right? Yeah. Okay, so the you're right. The all the self help people who are in like the kind of millennial entrepreneurial Yeah, that's like, that's what I'm getting at. That yeah. That yeah. segment, what 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 don't you like about them specifically? So there is no meat to it. You were saying that you had these questions like, Oh, why don't they say the A B C to it? For one, there isn't an A B C to it at all. It's way more complicated. Um being an entrepreneur is, is about putting, so they do try to put you in a, in a mindset. Um, I can't say that it's maybe the correct mindset, Cause but the, they do the, try to put you in one. The only reason, and not to cut you off, but the only reason that I'm asking you this is because you're clearly an entrepreneur. So yeah. I, 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 I want to explore that mindset because these guys are entrepreneurs that somehow made it big, right? I'm just scared and, and they're this, like, um, like not leading people in the wrong way because the people who are going to be successful are going to be successful and the people who are not are not. It's just how it no, is. No, I mean, I agree yeah. with that. I can't disagree. Yet. So I'm not afraid. I'm not going to say they're going to lead people away. Um, but I'm definitely going to say they're, they're making it out to be like this easy thing and this, oh, just change your mindset and everything else will fall into place. And I'm saying there's got to be deeper than that because they're mainly just all about change the way you think and everything else will fall into place. And that's not the case. Well, so, to I, I mean, to, to give you a little insight, Cardone's 61 years old. We're only going back to Cardone because he's the most prevalent person in my mind. I, I don't want to dive into anyone else's life because I, I frankly don't care. Yeah. But Cardone's 61 years old. I mean, I'm not going to explore the life of every one of these entrepreneurs but, yeah, name one business he owns. Well, the thing like, well, can Sean name one business? He it's owns? it's not even a business he owns. I guess what I'm trying to understand is what is con because no one's answered my question. What is constituting? Why does he so, matter? So why does he matter? Because he he gained a following. It doesn't matter if he matters or not. The people. We're talking about him because other people look and follow him and stuff like that, you know. We're talking about him because we know who he, he is. Somehow He's a he household was, name because yeah. he did that for himself. Yes, he did that for himself. That's exactly why. His, But that doesn't give or take away his merit. It just means that he now has a platform that he has but, created. But, but to argue that, you are under the impression that these guys have no merit. Yes, I'm saying they have no merit because this is all they've done. And they can't prove anything else they've done before. Like, and he doesn't name any of the businesses. I looked up him and all the other ones. You can't find any direct businesses. And if you do find businesses they own, they're his publishing or production companies. They're not, though. There's no previous history I could find on his previous businesses he owned, whether they were public or not. So I just... And then he, he doesn't even name his businesses, and it's kind of weird for an entrepreneur to not name the businesses they have are affiliated with. Like, you, like I came on here, and I'm like, I'm affiliated with my channel. Like, no, I, like, I, I like, can't argue that. Yeah, you're, you're so they don't, they, don't, they don't act like a natural entrepreneur, and I would say you're wasting your time watching them when you could be watching people like anybody on Shark Tank 
not really any anybody but except that actor i forgot they have bro i don't watch shark tank but yeah like (laughs) watch watch mark cuban like he he has a really good um, Dude, I don't know, man. Mark Cuban's in the good. same. He's in the same realm as Cardone, in so, my opinion. So my my thing is is in, let's take the Shark Tank example. There, so you're saying you can get some viable entrepreneurial entrepreneurial um, experience the, through that. Not maybe not uh, watching Shark Tank, but watching there. Dude, Cuban's worth four point one billion dollars. Yeah, their yeah. information, their their actual like channels they have, the books they've written, um, the uh, Mister Wonderful. From Shark Tank, he's written like three different books. I've read them all. I so was Cardone. So was Gary Vayner. Vayner. Yes, but I'm saying like these are actual people who have entrepreneurial. Yeah, but the thing is though, the thing is behind what they're saying. The difference, the differentiating factor between Cardone and, as I said, we're using Cardone as a as a baseline here. Yeah. As Cardone and Cuban is when you look up Cardone, it just says that he is this this dude that has money. It's all fake. Has. No, it's not saying that. It's saying that he's got books. He does this. You look up Cuban, and it says that he's an investor and businessman. Yeah, like like I'm saying, the quality of information that is going to come for from those two sources but why are going to be different? vastly different. Why? They're they're physically human beings with different experience. That's exactly what what the thing is. Okay, yeah. so what 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 started your whole journey into this thing? Because you have a soul. A sell or be sell, sell, <laughs> sell, sell See, or be, sell or be sold sticker from Cardone. So, what started your journey into that? Because that obviously was very different. Uh, so, what started my journey into the whole uh, professional development? I'll call it. Oh, that's what so James. It's, it's, he, here he goes. Professional <laughs> development. Um, can I define it? Sure. Yeah, it's molding yourself into being a better professional. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I agree with you. <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it comes along. It comes with um, becoming m- more mature. Um, it comes along with responsibility. Um, a lot of times, this will happen to you as you put more responsibility on. Well, do you yourself. want the Do you want the Google so, definition? Sure, but it doesn't really matter. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's it, it's Google. Yeah, professional Google. development is learning to or earn and maintain a professional professional credentials such as academic degrees to formal coursework, attending conferences, and informal learning opportunities situated in practice. So, so does I'll let you. I, I mean, I, I guess if we're to go that route, I mean, if we really want to argue, it, it's mental development. Yeah, because I, I mean, by it's. I can't even think of the wording right now. It's like um, karate. But you never answer. You never answer my question. Why did you get into this self help thing? You've because he you was got... broke. He was a broke homie. Damn, dude! And wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna. It's the kind of thing that people get attracted to that when they're broke. Look, I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not... I I will say this. I was not broke at the time that I started. Okay. Um. Because yeah, I mean, I mean, there was that period of time where I was dead broke. I was living <laughs> off credit, no savings account. Um, but, hey, the, but you sold out of it, so you know. Wait, what? Like you got? Like, you sold out. You sold out, Sean. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like you, you worked out of that. Yeah, I, yeah. I worked out of that. Yeah. Um, what he's what he's getting at is he's you worked out of it. You didn't read a book and immediately become rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's yeah, definitely yeah. true. I worked my way out of that. So, but why do you? I don't really care why you got into it. Why do you like him now? So, so it's not about him. It's about the whole. Why do you like that mindset. genre? What do you think they have to offer? That's a good question. What do you? Think <laughs> that's they have a thing. He, he goes. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think they have to offer? <laughs> that look in his eye just killed me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so, so what do I? I'm going to put this in the broad spectrum of what do a lot of these. Uh, I, I call them professional development. Yes, that is a good. Uh, I like that. I like that. That that's why. Yes. But you don't as. like them. No, no, no. I like the title professional development. Oh, but you, like, so, but yeah, but like, still, you, you like. Know. I'm not saying it's an endearing title. Like that. That is their intention. So, so, so I, I mean, to describe why what I what I like about them is is I I will say I am very critical about what they do because I I do have a little bit of the sense that you have James where it's yeah. like it, it, a lot of it might be fluff. So I need to, I mean, I definitely have to be critically thinking about everything they provide to me. Um, but what if that's see, one what, of the, Why would you what, want to do that? Well, no, what if that's one of their points to where they're developing people that get past the fluff, get past the BS and realize that it's not all sunshines and rainbows and it's read A, B, and C. It's 
this is what worked for me. This is what could work for you. I now I'm just re- I'm just I'm just <laughs> condescending my whole my whole argument yeah, that I no. made. Never mind. Shut, shut up, man. Shut up. So so what I what they're I just not a good source. If you have to cut through all that fluff, they're not a good source at all. So everyone's I, got fluff though. Yeah, everyone's got fluff. No, but like they're I've they're intending they're <laughs> intending to sell like fluff like because so if so, they actually is Cuban though. No. Why? Here's the thing. He's, if he you just has any, actual information. If you take any wealthy person in the world that that puts out any sort of book or, or motivational videos, there's always one thing to each one of them. The, the common denominator between all wealthy people. Money. Not, but besides, besides money, <laughs> Look, in, the, in not... the words that they give to their to their readers or watchers. Okay. Look, all I'm saying is there's a lot of sources for the kind of information that these people try to provide. All right, before and you continue, you... before you continue, what do you live by? What do you mean? What do you live by? So there are people that live by Grant Cardone's, not a shout out, not a sponsor, 10x roll book. I know you, Sean, you have it. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. But I, what, what, no. what do you, but see, that's the thing is people can live by that. They honesty, can read it. That's what I, so honesty look, I will tell so, you, so, honesty tell doesn't you, always I've make you been, money. Right. I'll fight you right now. Honesty been, doesn't always make money. Yeah. I've been selling stuff since I was 15. I'll tell you that. All right. And, and this is saying, so I didn't get a phone. When did you get a phone? A cell phone, right? Like my first one? Yes. And what was it? I was... Was it the Razor? No. No, it wasn't the Razor. <laughs> I was 12, maybe 13, and it was the Moto Crazer. Cool. Whatever. Check- <laughs> yes! All right. So you were 12. How old were you? Uh, I was, I believe, 16. Okay, 16. Yeah. I did, I Actually, I got a phone around like... Well, it would have been ninth grade, so... You were... 16. 19. Yeah. Oh, that's right. why you. That's why you xed me out because I'm privileged. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, he's so, losing his train of thought. I did. I just lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? What, uh, what I'm, what I'm getting oh, at. Oh, okay. So I'm saying, like, <laughs> all right. I've been selling stuffs for a long, long time. Okay. Okay. And you can always trace back, like somebody's history like they gain experience from that history and i'm just saying like grant cardone and all those other motivational speakers don't have the history that some other people have and i'm not saying i have it because i don't definitely I'm not trying to figure out where, where you went with that cell phone thing I don't know. yeah no <laughs> actually I don't, I don't know either <laughs> you're gonna have to cut that out honestly i don't i have no idea what was going on there. welcome to drunk boy's basement <laughs> i'm not even drunk though the thing is like at we all. could change that. No, yeah, I'm just really. the thing. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, what I'm getting at is, I don't. I under- don't waste my time on that. Actually, I, oh my. So so something something. So seriously, you said to me, James, that yes. I, I can bring up. I'm going to bring Such up. Such a is, mess. You said that it. That's a waste of your. Energy. Actually, no. This was Ryan that said this to me. Because so I'm clever. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's a valid validity in sources certain sources and some are more you're, you're basing this solely off empirical data that is sources is that all you're basing their they're their... human beings what else are you going to base it on no and i'm basing it off their history like you just looked up mark cuban and he has all this i'm saying there's well i'm not defending any of these guys i'm just saying that this is just it sounds like you're basing it more off data than you are of what type of person they are and what they do yes yeah because they're trying to sell you information or at least something that is supposed to be. Well, that's what so I was getting at in the first place. Mark Cuban and Grant Cardone. The information is just of a higher quality. What? When when it comes from a Bro, person, that's when it comes so with semantical a, though. It's a higher quality when it comes from a person who's knowledgeable about you know, it. You know, if he's bringing up this point, I'm going to bring up the point that you said to me at one point. So you said, if somebody is that rich, why would they just why why would they want to give you the the formula to success? I remember yeah. that. I remember that conversation. That's what I that okay. That's what I meant. They have an yeah. A, B, and C. So if why why would they? Why does anyone else want them to be more rich than you? Because they'll take the money away that you're getting. It's not really the case. Um, they uh, 
feel like they that was an exploratory comment. I don't know where I was going. Yeah, with they. What know, I'm saying, they know that they they know they're experienced or um, okay in the self help realm. It's actually their physical business. They make more money as they sell more books. So that's their interest. But in what I'm getting at is, what would that? Why would that be any different from? Let's say that you make it a killing at your dealership. Yeah. And you decide that, hey, here's how I did it. Yeah. And you show other people how you did it. That's all they're doing. Because it's not going to... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They're not doing that. They're not. They're not. He's he's selling, like, to get in, oh, you just have to think this certain way. You have to act this certain way. Like, as long as you get in this mindset, like, everything else will fall into place. What does the 10X rule say? Like, what? what is that? What is it about? So the 10x rule, it's a, it's a, a mentality. And again, before, it's he a thought get, process. before he continues, we're not plugging any of this. No, it's we're, not, it's we're, not a plug, but... This is personal experience. What like, is the 10x rule? Like, what so, is it? So what the 10x rule is, it's a, it's a mentality that um, if you believe something will only take this amount of effort, expect it to be 10 times harder. Expect to put 10 times more effort into it. It's, well, but that's, basically, that's debunking his point then. No, it's That whole book debunks James's point. No, that book is and the 10x rule is a thought process, a mentality, like Sean yeah. said. It's a thought process. Isn't that all being rich? So, no, so, molded with a motivational, try harder message, all mixed, smashed together so into. If I can, one I, let, thing. let me put this in a scenario. When you were starting your business, did you yes. think it would be easy? No. No? No. But that's was it harder? Actually, let me rephrase it this way. Was it harder than you thought? No. No? He's, no. he's right? saying that because he knows. He knows that if he says yes, then he, he proves <laughs> yes. your point. So, so, so you're saying you're right on the dot. You knew exactly how hard it was going to be. No. So, and I didn't range it on just like, oh, this is going to be like a difficult, I'm going to give 95% energy I to actually this, get where whatever. Sean's going with this. But thing. I get what you're saying too, like... The thing, the thought process thing, again, they're never wrong, but it's also not like it's, it is fluff. The whole thing is fluff. It's just a thought process. That's it. Like it's not, it's not actually a step by step, which is not what I'm looking for, but you can find actual good, like, okay. I gave you that book CEO next door. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell us about that book. That wasn't, that wasn't a Cardone book. What? That wasn't a Cardone book? I thought that was, was not a... a Cardone book. No, I gave him a I gave him a book called CEO Next Door. Did <laughs> I take that back or me... do you still have it? Yeah, you took it back. So, hold it on. was Before... written by... Um... No, I'm looking it up. Yeah. So... so so pretty much that book was about interviewing uh, a bunch of, of rich people. So CEO Next Door is by Kim R. Powell. Uh, yeah. CEO Next Door, the four behaviors that transform ordinary people into world-class leaders um that's the extent that i know of the book <laughs> so, so get this what it's talking about is the traits the mentality of successful people yeah but isn't that all i think we're all talking about the we're, same thing just from different standpoints of the arena honestly the thing like is, different viewpoints some of- some people are telling you actual information other people are just telling you it is only a mindset to get into and that's not not the case at all but how can you prove that though? Because you're basing these guys off empirical data. What empirical data do you have that proves that? Because if you're getting into a mindset, a lot of and people. It, but a lot the of, thing at the end, it, it is successful. So they have a they have a margin of success. Yeah, right? but a lot of people do this thing where they speak things into existence. Next, year, I'm going to be a millionaire, right? Yeah. You're speaking it into existence. So I don't know what that does for people, but Look, it's a thing. I tell but, you, effort is exponential. So okay. effort you put in today equals more tomorrow and then the following day. The only thing is there's only certain ways that effort can be What book stored. did you read that in? No, I'm telling you this out of my head. This is, okay. I'm telling you. All right. I'm telling you. So effort, there's only certain ways and places where your effort can be stored multiple days, years, months for the rest of your life there's only certain ways other times effort is used up in the moment you get a product and then that's it you know so you have to i'm so lost (laughs) no (laughs) he was really invested in that yeah i guess i guess what i'm saying is from the very beginning why do you hate these guys so much because they're selling lies they just are selling they just want to put you in a mindset and that's that's not. But that's what the CEO next door is. 
It's four behaviors or four attribute attributal mindsets that you perpetuate throughout your life to potentially become a world-class leader. So the CEO next door, that is the author went around the United States and found um, people, millionaires who were just like average people who like became millionaires, like, and not the ways you were thinking. And they just, they just tell their stories and that's it. So it gives, it gives, I guess, just experience. So you, you would, but is that, would you, that's the thing that frustrates me is, is you can have experience and mindset all in the same category, but you seem to differentiate experience and mindset. Yeah, because I'm not of the belief that just changing your mindset or even that, because my mindset changed days from day, like days from day, daily, yeah. right? Yeah, like and, day to day, it changes. And if, I, if I can rephrase that as well, your your actions come from your mindset. So, but which is if, what they, which is what. Shout they, out the last podcast. If they're attempting to like <laughs> choices, so <Yeah>. they. <laughs> They're trying to say, if you get into this mindset, you'll have these reoccurring actions. And as long as you do these combinations of reoccurring actions, um, you'll find success. And uh, I let, don't know. Let me ask you this. I don't. You, so, so. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go back to your, your business really quick. Okay. So, so one thing I'm betting is that you had to put yourself in a mindset to own a, your, your storage unit. What do you mean? So, so you had to go from the mindset that you were selling cars from your house to now you're selling cars off of a dealership. Oh, yeah. No, like you had to get through over that hurdle of all that, getting like paying the rent, getting the, the flex it, unit and everything see, you, like that. You had, to, you had to teach your mindset a different way of, of selling because now, now you've gone from a not personal really. to a business. No, this was always like... This was just a step-by-step plan. Like I knew. But that's all I these guys the are doing. There, here's an ABC step. If you can follow or get close to these steps, then you're probably going to succeed. And they're not trying to get you, from what I've understood, they're not trying to get you to succeed in the way they did. But they're just trying to get you to succeed in the sense that it works for you. It's an individual, like Sean said, mindset. And it's all, at the end of yeah. the day, at the end of the day, it still sounds like you are more in line with these guys than you realize. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like him or not, I'm gonna find some similarities. I don't think their style of making money is virtuous, and I think they're fraud. To you, no, and I don't think they even know what they're talking about. Literally, I don't think they have the experience to know what they're talking about. Other than the only experience they have and the only skill they have are the ability to create a following on the internet to sell books and to sell fluff. And that's why I think they're a fraud. I think that the information they do seem to at least portray that their products have in them. Cause you buy those books because they hold some sort of information you don't already possess. Yeah. 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 So they're, and they're putting that off. They're definitely telling you and they're putting that message out there that this has something you don't know. Right. I'm telling you that they don't even have the experience to be able to sell that if, kind of product. What if we looked at it in this view? Um, so if we if we take the examples of uh, Mark Cuban and Grant Cardone, um, one yeah. thing you one thing you said was Mark Cuban. He gives you ex- like examples in his books of what he has, the products he offers. Whereas no, Grant, I'm not saying he or, wrote that or, in his book. Or, or, I'm what saying his business. Is. I'm saying like he actually has experience, like proof experience with public companies. Yeah, let's so, let's so go back to let, that. Let, then, let me let me let me finish my question really quick. He can so, offer products with information in it and say that his experience allows him to ha- contain and have this information because that's all correct. So his experience if, does give him that information and he can put it in books. What if we look at it in this standpoint? So so Mark Cuban, who we can find empirical empirical data that he owns business these businesses. That were successful, well, he started them. Well you want to look well, at that, well, you dive into a, d- a deep, deep, deep hole of Trump and all his failed businesses and right, all that. And I'm not saying they're gonna be perfect, but I'm saying like why can't we find that same kind so, of information on any of these this self-help is, this people? This is where my question is going. Um, so, so my question is, is, is Mark Cuban, we can find this empirical data of the businesses he's ran successfully. Yeah. And I'm just saying, go Grant Cardo- hold on, hold on. Okay. Whereas Grant Cardone, we, we can't find any history of his businesses. 
Now, what if and we he t- doesn't cite them either, which he's, is strange. He's not wrong, actually. James isn't wrong. Yeah, I, I'm not saying he, he's he's. I'm not saying. And he's they're wrong. all like this. Like I'm saying, but, that entire genre is like this. Like okay, okay. Like I'm I'm asking you viewers, guys, to <laughs> they to, can't see what you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm asking you guys, like when you hear this, to go look up um your maybe not your favorite, but your second favorite, third favorite self help person, and see their previous history. Do they actually have the personal experience to to back up the kind of information they're trying to sell you? Because... Well, to plug that and to let I'm gonna let Sean finish because I know he's just pining to finish, but. <laughs> Yeah, what James said, go on to our social media, Facebook or Twitter, and, let us and, know. and just let us, yeah, let us all know what, what, who your favorite self-help guy is and, and why they, that they are their, your favorite self-help guy. And what's their history? Look guy or girl, I guess. Tell us their history. So, we'll I, let I, you finish I, okay. now, Sean, because I, I know I, you have wanted to. I have got this question. I got to ask this question. It's my final question for the night. What? But, so, so if we can look at Mark Cuban and his empirical data of previous businesses he's ran successfully, whereas yes. Grant Cardone, has, we, we can't find any previous businesses on him. Yeah, and what's even more... Okay. All right. We good. We good. All right. So, so my question is, what if we look at it in this standpoint? Grant Cardone knows that his businesses don't matter to us. What matters is that we become That's... successful in our own right. Whereas Mark Cuban, he's successful, but it, it, he, he's, it's marketing. Okay, and he's like these are this, these are my businesses. How's so question. So the self the self help like, people. What, like what what was that view? Is that viewpoint? I can't even think of how the question would be. So the self help people <laughs> are motivational. They're saying that you have it. You the viewer, or the consumer of this book, the reader of this book product. You know, you have it in you. All all you have to do is try. That's motivational. That's what all those self-help people mainly are motivational. And then... As opposed to what? Do? What do you mean? Trying and doing are the same thing. God, no, what, I'm saying they're trying to motivate. To alternative is other people with actual experience can write books that actually increase your 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 business knowledge, skill, um, stuff like that. Increase your experience. So when you're training to be a lawyer, they actually make you read hundreds of cases. You read these cases, so you learn what the previous lawyers in your history have done. Either even in your country, you go back, you read cases from England, you read cases from Greece, Rome, stuff like that. Because they they take previous human experience and tried and true processes and just keep bringing them and studying them, perfecting them and using them. And that's what I'm trying to say that your viewers and everybody that watches these videos should do. You should be looking at actual listeners. Yeah, listeners, <laughs> consumers, everybody. whatever. Yeah, that's all you are. Whatever. Just think of yourself as a consumer. The world will change. Um, oh my God! Yeah. Here he goes, <laughs> Mr. Motivational Speaker. No, but I'm saying, like, what you guys should be doing is trying to consume information, actual information about previous experiences from other humans, because that's the only other way that humans learn is either through their own experience or someone else's. So you go find other people's experiences and this will actually make you a better person at business or better person in general at whatever you want to be. You got to decide whatever genre you want to be and then go learn from the people already in there, already skilled in that genre. So So. the the last thing I'm going to say about this then is that the reason that you have little to no respect for these guys is because you want them to show experience, show yeah. why why they why they, well, they need matter. to be. So I, I'm not coming up here and and saying like I don't have experience, so I'm not going to come out and yeah, try no, to sell I you. That. I respect yeah, that. I'm not going to try to sell you a book right. or tell you this is a perfect way to do it because, like Sean said, I wasn't expecting a lot of things that I got into when I got into doing. Fair this. enough. And I had to learn those through experience. So all I'm saying is go out and watch people who have already had a ton more experience. You know, if you're 23, 24, and you're looking at um, like a 65, 70-year-old person who's owned a business since before you were born, they're going to have a lot more experience than and a lot more things to learn than anything else. Like like it's going to put you on a fast track of learning things quickly. No, I I get that. I, I get what you're saying. And also usable things. So some things are, I so I just got my associate's degree yesterday. I wanted to talk to you well, guys. Well, congratulations. About this. Yeah, 
like, <laughs> like this might be a long podcast, but I'm sure you guys are into it or know how to use a fast forward button. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just got my associate's degree yesterday. Okay. And I have, I, and so it's taken me three years to get it. Mm -hmm. And I've also been running my business for three years during it Mm -hmm. um, and working side jobs, of course, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, Nothing they taught me have I applied to my business at all. So, so you're like, period, you're a a self taught man. It was not used. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that source of information Mm -hmm. was not usable. The piece okay. of paper they gave me, the stuff in the future, I'm saying go get a degree. The piece of paper is more valuable than anything else. That's yeah. like, I'm glad I did it because I have the piece of paper now and I can move forward. There are a lot of people um, that would disagree with you. But I'm saying like there are sources, classical sources of information gathering that is is that could be good, that could be bad. This world does have a lot of information people that are just trying to sell you junk or just trying to sell anything at all. That they have to remember, they're just trying to sell stuff to make a buck. Um, so the where you get your information, you have to be careful, and it's just an easy way to know if your information is solid is if it's coming from a source with, you know, the experience or credentials like to have that information, and that shows that it's current and good and and accurate. I mean, you have to like if if you go to war, would you ask like? a nurse or a general like for advice like no i, I get what you're yeah, saying yeah it's the same it's the same thing like, i get it like you can ask like somebody you can ask like a like a foot soldier or a general like yeah that's the information difference that you're gonna get and the quality. so you're you're 100 you are an information guy well yeah I mean, show like, me the information like, show me it, the data like you have to sean's argument was right like it puts you in a different mindset like those things are designed and and some people aren't looking to get like actual information they're looking to feel good to feel all right like to be okay in their situation and to feel that way and um sometimes uh, like that's definitely a product that these people are selling um so it it does try to put you in a mindset but i'm definitely saying if you're going to consume something with the intention of gaining information mm-hmm. why not take it from the most like purest source possible like, like the drunk boys basement podcast yeah something <laughs> exactly like that, yeah well james we appreciate you having have we well, appreciate we i don't know where i was going with that we appreciate having you on here it's yeah it's been fun We'll have you on again for sure because yes, this has been please. very enlightening. Yes, please, you guys. Yeah, yeah I want to get on here. It's fun. I like talking to your viewers. And it's yeah, yeah. no, it's. Yeah. Damn it! They can't see us. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they they hear me, and and that's all they need. You know. Well, again, we appreciate it, Sean. Take yeah. us out. All right, guys. Well, thanks everyone for tuning to another episode of Drunk Boys Basement. Uh, have something you want us to talk about next time, or did you love this episode? Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Drunk Boys Basement. And if you haven't already, make sure to click that like button while you're there. Also, make sure to catch us next Friday on Spotify. And remember, please listen responsibly. Bye! See ya.